0: to The Insomniac Show with Nicolette and Brian. We'll get real deep with you. Educating, inspiring, and solving problems with some of the most inspirational humans on the planet. Buckle up and come on the journey.
1: I'm excited. Alright guys, I'm Nicolette and today Brian and I are here with Alex Liu. He is a game designer over at Dogs Bond and he's going to talk to us today about games so how cool is that and game design so we're super excited to have some fun on on this today is friday we're recording so thank you for joining us alex we really appreciate you coming on to talk to us today
0: hey super excited to be here nicolette and thanks brian for uh for bringing me on um you know i was really excited to uh pitch the idea of our game dogs bond to you guys insomniacat and look at this we're getting along Ah, just fine that's right (laughs) dogs and
1: cats right right? (laughs) Well, Alex, will you kick us off by telling us a little bit about yourself and your journey to Dogs Bond? How did this all happen?
0: Yeah. So um, I started designing Dogs Bond in 2017 um, as, you know, just kind of a, a mental exercise, a mental challenge, mm-hmm. um, really focusing uh, two of my passions, which are board games and uh, dog animal rescue. So um You know, I I work, uh, I volunteer with many rescues in my local area in San Francisco, California. And um, a lot of times because I'm not shy and I talk a lot, uh, the rescues will put me in front and I get to talk to a lot of the potential adopters. Those potential adopters will come up to me and say, hey, you know, uh, we're looking for a dog. You know, maybe it's for the the young kid or, you know, family. Um, And so generally around like age 10, um, you know, is, is when, families start thinking about maybe we should get a dog for the, for the, for the child um, mm-hmm. and for the family. And uh, a lot of times they've thought many, thought through many scenarios about how the dog will impact them, but they haven't thought about how they need to change to create a stable and safe home for the animal.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So Dog's Bond was my attempt to say, you know, let's build in a method that we can provide some education build in some compassion and empathy for these animals, just trying to be the best dog they can be
2: mm-hmm.
0: finding their way to rescue and forever homes. Um, and so that's what I made.
2: That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm a, I'm a huge dog uh, lover. So, and rescues always. So, you know, I, <laughs> I love, I love this concept.
1: So then let me ask you now this was so there was a lot so okay so you have this you started working on it and what happened next when did this when did you decide okay i'm really going to do something with this
0: yeah um so in 2017 it started but it was a lot of fits and starts you know how it is right you get really excited Mm -hmm. you work on it for a whole month and then you get stuck or something in life just pulls you away and it sits on the shelf for four or five months you know Mm -hmm. um so Finally, I kind of got really into the game design and saying, you know what, I'm going to do this. Probably in 2019, Mm -hmm. um, I reached out to the wild internet and was able to connect with my illustrator and graphic designer, uh, Sarah Mills and Kiki Perazella and, um, you know, brought them onto the project Mm -hmm. and we just went for it. I mean, just full bore. So the game mechanics and the design were done by you know 2019, when I hired them on, and um, you know we worked hard, got the art done, um, and then we went to Kickstarter in September 2020. We successfully funded. We have so far raised $30,000 in crowdfunding for the board game, um, and now we're heading to print. So crossing fingers, uh, we should be printed, done with child safety testing, and shipping to our backers uh, in May of 2021.
2: Wow, so it's right right around the corner, man. Right around the corner, yeah. Right around the corner.
1: So this is a self published game. Is that what is that what you Correct. would consider this?
2: Yeah, hundred
0: percent.
1: So how does that differ from from I guess traditional? I mean, we're we're always thinking of self publishing in terms of books, right? You know, we kind mm-hmm. about self publishing all the time. So how does that kind of differ in, in that way from the yeah. self published um,
0: book? There's a lot of great self-publishers in the board game industry as well, um, you know, alongside like you know novels or or you yeah. know nonfiction. Um, so self-publishing really means that you know you you are self-publishing. You're going it alone, right? You're buying those copies. You are selling the um, selling the concept, uh, finding places that want to pick up you know pick up your your game. Right. Um, the traditional kind of like industry standard, right? If you think about like Parker Brothers or Milton Bradley growing up, right? Those are are what you think of like kind of the more game, like established game companies. Um, And those are publishers. So, you know, if you're a game designer and you have a really good idea about a game, the mechanics, you know, how's it gonna play? What are the types of, you know, interactions? How do you animate the player? How do you get people excited? You can take that and actually pitch the publishers Mm -hmm. and they might actually pick it up and develop it on their own. Right. They might give you a, you know, a finder's fee or developer free. They may or may not give you an inventor or designer credit.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. uh, But then you're a lot, you're on your way. So there is definitely a way you can become a serial game designer developer if you want to, right. Right. You wouldn't necessarily have your name attached to every title or every property that you worked on. Um, Mm -hmm. You know uh, some of the big groups, you know Disney, Marvel, when they partner with large game companies to make, um, you know, to make a themed type of game. Generally speaking, it's just you know the publishing companies. Um, You have to kind of dig and look into who who helped design it. Um, And not that we, not that you're not allowed to say who it is. It's just your name wouldn't be on the box.
2: So how excited were you when you got your first prototype?
0: Oh my gosh. Uh, So excited <laughs> super excited so um you know when you're starting out it's just index cards and writing with like a ballpoint pen and highlighters and stuff like that it's really artsy craftsy right it's um it's it's really just making that fun playable thing right and you right. test and you test and you test and you you know try it out on your friends your family um they tell you no this is awful uh, or you know i didn't like you drew a dog, like this doesn't look like a dog, it looks like <laughs> a flipper with a face on it. And like, okay, thanks. Um, so yeah, you're working on that, you know, through and through. Uh, when we got the first prototype, like the real prototype, it actually had my game design, Sarah's art in illustration, Kiki's graphic design and layout and frames. It was like holding something and it's like, wow, this is a real thing. It's no mm-hmm. longer just, in my imagination, right,
2: right? Um, yeah.
0: and that was that was a huge mental shift for us. I think where we were like, yeah, not only are we excited that you know we've printed something we're proud of it we tested it with our families we played it again and people were like this is way more fun than the game you showed me you know six eight months ago and i'm like cool yeah the game actually didn't change it's just the art right <laughs> like, you know the pieces
2: your imagination <laughs> a little more um, <laughs> right. Exactly. On, right
0: exactly right you exactly know? yeah yeah so um yeah getting that first prototype and that was back in woof that was probably you know a few months before we went to kickstarter to kind of like get our understanding of you know how does how, how does it look when it's actually printed you know as right. all of our cards are you know they're poker size cards mm-hmm. so the canvas is quite small right mm-hmm. that was kind of one of the, our big challenges was you know illustrators uh you know will oftentimes say like oh well I'm I'm illustrating this to be you know an eight by ten and it's going to hang on somebody's wall in a frame you know nice frame kind of like what Brian you have there behind you yeah yeah. versus like it's three by five you've got text on it and it's going to be moving so Mm -hmm. somebody across the table has to know what you're playing in order to like understand and interact with you whole different whole different type of Challenge to the illustration, to the game design and 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 graphic design, um, but it all really came together in that first prototype, and we we're like, yeah, we can do this, and um, and then we went for it, and we did it.
1: So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so what would you say? I mean, what well, what do you think someone should consider if they want to create a game too, and they want to go the self-published route, and they want to do kind of walk in your footsteps in in that sense? What would you? What do you think they should think about before they Get into
0: this. Yeah, um, two two leading schools of thought for this. Um, my, I'll start with mine, and then I'll start with probably what's the you know traditional and maybe more mm-hmm. widely accepted route. So for me, because I was blending my love of board games and dog rescue, I started with a story. I started with a theme, and you know if you think about stories and movies and c- cartoons that move us, right, like mm-hmm. Disney Pixar. Um, They start with the storyboard, and they really kind of figure out, okay, this is the beginning, this is the middle, and this is the end, and these are the points of emotion that you want to have during the experience. I did the same thing with the game design, and I said, okay, I want you to be, you know, kind of on your own, little bit, you know, unsure of what's going to happen. You start developing your cards, you develop your strategy, it's starting to come together for you. And then you have that stand-up moment where you're the dog and you're trying to be adopted by this human and you're just the best dog you can be, but it all hinges on one roll of the die, right? So everybody's standing up at the table going, oh man, oh man, oh man, if I don't make this, right? And you roll for it and then it happens for you and you match and you're adopted and everyone cheers for you, right? These were the moments in the game that I wanted to have. So I designed for that.
2: Oh my God. I'd be like, I need to roll this dice 400 times and take every dog in I can. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like that's exactly. how I would be. I'd be like, no, I want all of them.
0: <laughs> so um, you know, so that that was that was kind of my journey as far as kind of setting it up and saying, you know, I want this to be an experience. I didn't want it to be a game where you're just practicing accounting. Right, you know how it is when you're middle of the game in Monopoly, and you're like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, here's forty-seven dollars. you. Know, and it mm-hmm. just becomes accounting, right? So I wanted it to be more um, emotional. Um, the other kind of way that you can go about game design, right, is think about games where you, that you really enjoy, uh, and, and what are you doing in those? So game mechanics. Being, do you like drawing one and playing one? Do you like drawing and stealing from your friend? Do you like drawing and you know playing against the board? Those are game mechanics, and they all have you know cool fancy names, and you know you can go check them out. Um, but those are the types of kind of tools that you have to develop a game. And frankly, in my opinion, you don't want too many. Um, you know, you might want to have three or four, maybe five, um, to kind of focus in on so that the players know how to play it. Um, there are other games, uh, what we call in the industry, heavy games that, you know, it takes two, two, two and a half hours to set up this game. And you're going to have a 60 to 100 hour experience of playing this game. If that's what you're into design it,
1: Build I have it. never played a game like that before.
0: She's
1: I I never played, she's never like played
2: Dungeons and Dragons on paper. No, yeah, I have not, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I would be gone for the first twenty minutes. I'm like, all right, I, I can't. I'm out.
2: She'd be like, <laughs> what? I can't click it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, um, you know, and and that's really important too, knowing your audience. So for example, my audience is, um, you know, ages ten and up, meaning that I want your children to be able to play, but I also to want groups of friends to play. And, you know, maybe the older generation invite them back to board games. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that for me was really important. I have two nephews and a niece and, you know, a lot of us love to play games, but it's hard when you've got a nine-year-old and a 15-year-old, right. Mm -hmm. The span of the span of interest and context is very, very wide and you Mm -hmm. have to kind of accommodate for that. So I made a game where you know, my younger players can be learning about turns, making matches by color, by number, easy, easy counting. Uh, But also too, then there's strategy where like, I can almost face off against my, you know, the older nephew and be like, oh yeah, well, I'm going to affect you this way. I'm going to affect you that way. And they have to play defense with me, but -hmm. the younger one can just continue to grow, you know, grow and build their dog. And then we're all in a, you know, we're all able to find our forever home. That's probably something I should say. There are eight dogs in the game uh, that you couldn't possibly play as. There are uh, eight adopters, but uh, six come to the adoption day. And so within that, every dog can be adopted, right? So it's not like uh, there's only one adoption happening. It's, you know, every uh, dog that plays has the opportunity to be adopted into a forever home and have a happily ever after.
2: That's awesome. So you you talk a lot about story and even the way you're illustrating this, right? There's a lot Mm -hmm. about story in this. What other things do do you really need to focus on like in game design that really draws the users in?
0: Um, When you're thinking about game design, what I would recommend is um, if you have a mechanic in there right? Like a betting mechanic or a, you know, you have to put two down, but you could get five back. Right. Really? Or, you know, some kind of risk reward you want to make sure that that thematically makes sense. So for me in dogs bond, you put down two cards and you could get five cards. The, mm-hmm. the opportunity is called sneaking the treats, right? <laughs> Cause you know that the dog is like, well, I know I've got, I've got what's good but it Uh could be better, right? (laughs) Um, So involving the mechanic to tell that story, to progress that board state, to inform Mm -hmm. the players, what kind of game am I experiencing, right? Do I still feel like a dog when I'm doing this? If it was, you know, select a dog and, you know, choose what kind of food you get. Dogs Mm -hmm. don't have this choice. You know what I mean? Like, uh, choose you know, choose if you're going to go on a walk or if you're going to play catch, like dogs don't have that choice. All
1: right, you haven't met my dog then. Because yeah. <laughs> you know, it seems like he's choosing what he wants to eat right
0: about now. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly, exactly. And so, you know, having those story moments and being able to kind of uh, you know, account for, you know, are we still telling that story with every die roll, with every card that you draw, with every, you know, um, with every moment, story moment that you have in the game. Um, one of the one of the most fun things that I have in the game um, is it's homage to my college dog, but we have a rope toy that is a wooden rope toy and you have it when you are the active player. So if it's my turn, I'm gonna have this rope toy and it's my turn and I do everything. When I'm done and everybody sees that I'm done, I'm gonna pass the rope toy to you, Nicolette, and all of us are gonna bark. Everyone's barking the whole (laughs) time, right? So- Everyone wants that rope
2: toy, man. (laughs) Exactly, right.
0: And so one of the questions that I wanted, well, a question that I didn't wanna have in my game at the table is, are you done with your turn? Or, hey, it's your turn, Mm -hmm. right? Bringing people to the game, making sure they're involved and invested, right? How many of us have done something with our friends and our family and you're distracted by a phone, you're distracted by, you know, IMs, whatever, TV. When somebody's barking at you and you're at the table with it, guess what? You're back in that game. You're back <laughs> being a dog, you know? So it's pretty fun. That's
2: awesome.
1: That's really cute. I never thought of that. I'm just going to start barking at people when I play games now. For
2: without so, exactly. Yeah. You know, you know what, uh, Alex, she's going to start barking at me when I'm not paying attention. That's, it. Can- yep. mm-hmm. right. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. That's right.
1: You <laughs> give be a wonderful yeah. idea.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, goodness. All right. So I understand that we started the game out of the love of, you know, your two, kind of those two things that you love, right? No. Mm-hmm. have you ever thought about game design for businesses though? Like, Instead of turning the game into the business, what about businesses? How can they kind of tap into the fun and power of game design? Right.
2: G- gamification in their business. Gamification.
1: Okay. Because I'm like trying to figure out how we get an insomniac board game right now. I don't know. <laughs>
2: Well, yeah, I, well, I think you just found the guy to partner with. He just yeah, that's cat. it. Here we oh, go. Huh? Let's go. You
0: know, I mean, the number one question I get when I pitch Dogs Bond is people go, "Where's the cats?" So yeah, I mean, this is <laughs> there you go. I've there developed go. the market already. We're ready. Let's go. Um, you know, I, I think having game design uh, applied to business, I think that there's there's lots of things. Right, you can focus on the kind of experience you want to have how long of a game are you gonna have? How long of a, um, of a timeline are you gonna set for yourself, right? So my game is 45 minutes to 60 minutes. It's about 15 minutes per player, right? And we have up to six players. So short games, fewer people, longer games, you know, for, for more people. But you can certainly apply that when you're thinking about, you know, investing uh, time and energy towards a goal right? That's what games facilitate us through, right? We're trying to do this. Maybe we have some innate special powers, right? Like, uh, you know, as you guys are working on the podcast, you guys are connectors, you have a platform. There's a, you know, there's a way for you guys to magnify uh, a singular voice and connect people. Um, maybe that's a superpower in the game, right? Maybe it's a game, a board game, literally about making your podcast successful, or maybe it's a board game about making your business successful. I think there's also too, like when you think about uh, any good games, right? Um, There's also the inherent tension, right? Between I want to just do the thing versus I'm going to save up and do, you know, and save up and do it right. Right. There's a planning phase and a reaction phase. So I think that that also too comes into thinking about putting work into your business, putting time into your business. Um, because, you know, kind of similar to, to, to the point I spent 2017 to 2020 ish working, Working in the business, working in the board game, making the mechanics work, the art makes sense, the graphic design, the rule book, right? These are things that I work in the business and only I can do it. But now that we're done and we've got it in a nice neat box, I can work on the business. We're talking about the game. We're sharing the game. We're challenging others to say, hey, this is something we've done. Maybe you can, you know, come alongside, right? And that's working on the business. So I think that. Game design, in a lot of ways, parallels business design. Um, and and you know, quick plug: there's definitely games out there for start. You know, how to make your startup and how to you know build your business and stuff. There are, are board games out there with that theme. So if you're interested, definitely take a look. You know, there's a game. There's a board game for everybody. For sure.
2: <laughs> did, did you guys? Uh, okay, I don't know if you're. I, I know this is sort of off topic, but did you guys see the pandemic board game? Yes.
1: There's a pandemic board game. Pandemic board game, yeah. I just oh saw it in gosh. the store,
2: like, maybe, like, a couple of months back. I don't remember. And I was like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> and I did one of those.
0: <laughs> yep, yep. That was, yeah. And in March, well, so that game, that game was released a couple of years ago. Um, uh-huh. But it was definitely, like, as soon as March 2020 hit here in the U.S., uh, you know, everyone's board game account was like well I guess I'm playing this ha 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 ha, ha, ha. <laughs> like you know and so we everybody was like well, can it be like we're done right we're done nope okay <laughs> well, yeah yeah the pandemic doesn't
2: end once the game ends exactly <laughs> <Right>? exactly yeah <laughs>
1: well you uh, speaking of pandemic you were doing all of this i mean you launched your kickstarter in september so that was you know months mm-hmm. after the whole you know onset but yeah right yeah right in the middle of
0: it you know nothing yeah. else was happening
1: <laughs> i mean did, that, did you think that do you think that kind of helped a little bit i mean that people were home people were getting a lot more dogs i know about that mm-hmm. in real life right yeah I mean, exactly i heard from a lot of the, the 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 vets and pet stores like there was like a dog influx didn't you say you were on the waiting list? there was like a waiting list at the or something like yeah that.
2: yeah 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 uh yeah my family, nuts decided, with my family decided they were gonna get me another rescue <laughs> also on top of the one i have and Amazing. which is great which is great for you know and for my birthday which was nice and i appreciate it because they know that's something i really love right mm-hmm. and uh yeah the wait was like i don't even know i, I think it's uh probably like a two months almost actually so to get to the rescue, to get an appointment to rescue a do- another dog. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: So do you think that kind of helped um, kick up, you know, the really jump off the, the board game? I mean, have you been kind of promoting it during this time?
0: Yeah, um, certainly it's been, I mean, it's been, there, there have been challenges and then you also too, as a, you know, business entrepreneur especially with a product like a board game you have to find opportunities wherever you can Mm -hmm. Um, so yes definitely working with uh rescues um as an example you know working with the golden gate bassett rescue uh and actually they're in our kickstarter video um but we partnered we were able to kind of reach out and virtually partner with dog rescues uh, around the us so our project is actually supported by about 25 rescues right now that all kind of signed off on the, on the messaging, on the story, you know, they kind of, they gave us some ideas around, you know, hey, what about this? Um, so, you know, huge thanks to them. Um, and yeah, definitely within the, you know, everyone's picking up a dog and, and we basically emptied the shelters, right? I think that was a campaign during the, during part of the pandemic, right? Uh, hashtag empty the shelters. A lot of people were picking up dogs, right? Um, so I, I hope that this game, since we're taking on the role of a rescue dog builds in to the rescue story, fun, play, whimsy, and also to empathy, right? Because hopefully as, as folks start to you know go out and like hopefully you know in may when the game is printed we'll all be able to sit down with one another again um and you're probably going to meet your new furry family member right um you know you can play you can play this board game and bring it together um so you know we we went through kickstarter uh which is a platform that is uh you know for crowdfunding it's not familiar too much to everyone in the dog rescue world so when we went to the rescues and said, hey, we're doing this thing on Kickstarter, we actually also too had to sell them on the concept of Kickstarter. Right. Oh, wow. Um, you know, most Kickstarters that are successful will have about, uh, and they give you the statistics, right? Where like, you know, about 10 to 15% of the people you bring to Kickstarter are new. Ours is almost 40%, Wow! right? Wow. So we're, we really did a lot of outreach to, dog people because we want mm-hmm. our board game to be the board game for dog people worldwide. Mm-hmm. And that was you know that was intentional. So um yeah we just found opportunities where we could really
1: that's awesome. awesome. So where do we get a game? If I want to get one of the <laughs> if I want to get a game how do I
0: absolutely get? so um yeah go to dogsbondgame.com and we're still doing pre-orders um through the end of March. And if you pre-order with us, you can get $10 off the list price. And um, also too, we are donating portion of the sales to those actual real rescues. Um, So if you are a friend of a rescue, or if you run a rescue worldwide, and you think that Dogs Bond would be a good fundraiser kind of kit for you, um, you know, we take care of all the packaging and the shipping and stuff. You just have to you know, let us be in your virtual store. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, let us know, right? Reach out, uh, same place, dogsbondgame.com. You can sign up on the list. Um, once we finish up our pre-orders in March, we're going to make sure all the addresses are right. We're going to make sure all the shipping is done correctly and the customs and stuff like that. Um, and so again, like, like I said, hopefully, crossing fingers, uh, we will be shipping the game out to people in May or latest June, but that's our hope. That's so awesome! You're doing that is really
1: awesome that you brought this. Yeah, (laughs) and and the, I mean, and the, 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 you know, donating back to the show. I mean, that's just dog people love that. I know I do. So we love (laughs) that. We love when people take care of the dogs, right? So, Mm um, thank you so, so much, Alex. We so appreciate you coming on to tell us about this, and this was a lot of fun, and and hopefully inspirational for for some folks who who maybe want to do something fun like this one day.
2: Make sure everyone we're gonna provide the link below and make sure you go and you order. Yes, order go pre order. order. Yep. Get in your love dogs you will order this game.
0: (laughs) That's right. Here I'll flash the box up there too. Oh oh, yeah. So
2: yeah. Oh my goodness. Um oh look at that guy. He's so happy.
0: (laughs) Exactly exactly so Yeah, we're really proud of the, proud of the game. Um, You know, it, it plays up to six players. uh, Like I said, 45, maybe 60 minutes to play. Um, And we've got lots of fun stuff. Uh, Join us on social at dogs bond game on all your social medias. Um, We have, you know, how to play videos. We have, you know, photos of the actual dogs that have been rescued because people have played this game. Uh, You know, our rescues get to send us little notes about, you know, Hey, your game is supporting us doing this great work. So that's what we're out for.
1: Awesome. Thank you for your work, Alex. We appreciate it.
0: Thanks, Nicolette. Thanks, Brian.